Oh, Tuesday. Tuesday, Tuesday. What shall I do with you? <laughs> you just have one of those days that starts out not great and you're just like, okay, how can I change the dynamic of the day? That's that's my thought process today. So I'm having a lot of post-nasal drip now. At least I can talk, but lots of coughing. And my poor baby boy, my two-year-old, he has now got the funk. And he was coughing and sneezing this morning, poor baby. But he is so happy. He's the happiest baby in the world. He'll sneeze and then he'll start laughing because he thinks it's funny when he sneezes. So he's totally cute. But I hate seeing him sick. And every single one of us has been sick now, including Johnny, um, who is actually at the dentist this morning to get his stuff realigned. <laughs> his stuff. His dentures realigned. Um, so that's it but this morning uh, you know I kind of need advice if anybody knows anything about this because um, I, I don't even know where to go with this so since my mom passed away I have been trying to sell her house that I inherited which is a wonderful blessing that she blessed me with her house and um, you know made sure that everything was easy for me um, all I had to do was just go to the courthouse and fill out the paperwork and pay for the forms and whatever and um, she put it in her will so it made it very easy for me to get her estate and so anyway ever since then we've been trying to sell it and it was on the market for like six months and it didn't really move and so finally a friend of a friend came up to me and asked if we would rent it to them and um, at that point we were like well we'd rather not have it vacant so we rented and they have been wonderful. What a blessing they have been because they gave us post-dated checks. We didn't have to run after them for anything. If anything went wrong, they texted us, but they were very, like, cool about it. They would just pay for it out of their, you know, the money and then um, send us another check for the remaining balance or whatever. You know, they were really cool, and um, I'm really going to miss them, to be honest. Well, she texted me this morning because they're moving out this month. This is their last month there. And apparently... Since the hurricane uh, that we had a while ago, they've been having a lot of moisture in the trailer. And she said they didn't really think anything of it because, you know, they just thought it was just musky or whatever. Well, as they're going through their stuff, they realize that one of the back closets, all of the clothes and the shoes and the hats that they had in that back closet all have white mold on it now. It's not black mold, thank goodness, but it's white mold. And she sent me pictures and she said that when it rains sometimes the bedrooms will feel like moist on on your feet when you're walking through the bedrooms so I'm like oh no this is like huge this is a huge deal first of all that means there's got to be a leak somewhere probably in the roof oh my god you guys like all I've been doing is sinking money into my mom's house and you know I prayed and I pray and I pray that it was it would just sell because we don't really have the extra money to sink into this house and in my mom's will she had written me a handwritten letter that said Sheena you know my house is all I have to give you please don't leave it for the kids sell it I want you to prosper like let me give you this gift of prospering well, mom, let me tell you what, this house has not made us prosper. Well, I take that back because we, we did get rent from it. Okay, so let's go backwards. So, But 
we have been sinking so much money into this house. We had to buy a whole new AC, uh, which was about $800. We had to buy a whole new pump system, which was about $500. And then um, the taxes on it and uh, all that stuff. So, I mean, we've been putting money into the house. Now, again, we've had renters, so that has really been the saving grace. Because if we didn't have renters, we would have had to do all this stuff still, right? So, um, it, it really helped out. So, I will forgive me, Mom. Okay, so we do have renters. So, it has been prospering us in that sense, you know. But, um, I don't know what to do now because I can't move new renters in there if the house is you know, moisturized or whatever. I don't even know. And so what my attendant had said is maybe we can contact FEMA because this probably happened during the hurricane and we just weren't unaware of it. But I don't even know how to contact FEMA or what even to say. Do I need insurance on the house? Does anyone know of, of this? Like what, what do I do in this situation? We're still trying to sell it. It's still up for sale. I definitely don't want to sell a house if it's condemned or anything, which I don't think it is, but um, you know, I don't, I don't want to sell it to someone if it's not livable. Cause then I'd never be able to live with myself. Right. So what do I do in this situation? Cause I know if there is a problem with the roof, this is going to cost us a lot of money and the rent money. Let me tell you that rent money that was really helpful. That's it's been gone now because we've had a lot of medical bills and expenses that's been happening lately, um, that we've been having to pay off. So you know, mostly for Johnny, <laughs> but, um, so that money is gone. We don't have that rent money anymore and it's not coming back because this is their last month. So their last month, you know, that check has already been processed and spent. Um, so I don't know what to do. You guys, like what, what is your suggestion for my mom's trailer? Like it just, I don't know what to do. And the, the thing is, is it's actually a really nice trailer. It's big. It's on a half of acre in the country. So if somebody wanted to move out to the country area, it would be perfect. It's got its own gas tank and, you know, you have well water, which is actually really clean water. That water out there is pristine. But, um, yeah, nobody wants to live out there because a lot of the people that are buying houses right now are families and they want to be close to the schools and they want to be close to shopping and, you know, she lives way out in the boondocks. I'm not going to lie. And that's been the issue is that, um, even for us, it's the same issue for us because if that house would have been, you know, 20 minutes closer to us, we would, we would have had, we would have moved in. No, no questions asked. Like we would have sold our house and moved in because it would have made more sense for us. Right. Um, but because it is so far out in the country, it just doesn't make sense for us to move our entire life out there and spend all that money on gas. It's going to take Johnny an hour to get to work. It's going to take me an hour to get to work. You know, so it just didn't make sense. But um, that's what it is. That's really, it's just the location of it because it's so far out in the boondocks. And, you know, in her area, it takes like 20 minutes to get to the store, which isn't really bad. But, you know, when you're used to convenience, you know, and then, and then it's like 45 minutes away from us. So... Anyway, but yeah, if you guys know what to do in this situation, apparently there is some leakage, <laughs> um, some water either getting through the walls or underneath the house. I'm not sure. Um, I know during the hurricane, 
there was a lot of water, obviously, and I know the yard kind of flooded. It didn't really flood to the house, but I know she said by the mailbox area, it kind of was really damp. So I don't know if the moisture did something, if moisture got underneath the house. I don't know. I'm, I'm like, I, well, we haven't even been to the house in over six months, so I don't even know what it's going to be like once they move out and we go in. Um, but yeah, if you guys have any advice on either how to fix it ourselves or how to figure out what to do or how to get moisture out of a trailer, you know, whatever, let me know. Cause this is completely untouched territory to me. I've never been a landlord. I've never owned um, a house other than our own. And I don't know anything about taking care of a trailer. I mean, I've lived in trailers my entire life. Um, so you'd think I would, but I was a kid. So I don't know anything about that. <laughs> Um, or how to get in touch with FEMA or, you know, what to do in that situation. So if you guys have any information, I would much appreciate it just to kind of get me on the right path because I don't know what steps to take in this situation. Um, you know, like I said, it's still up for sale. So I don't know if I should take it off the market and, you know, hold off. Like I, I want it sold. You know, Johnny is kind of under the impression that we should really rent it, which I agree because it does give us extra money, but it's going to take us like 10 years, you know, in rent money to make what we can make in one sale. You know what I mean? So in that sense, I'd rather just sell it, sell it. And honestly, I don't want the headache of it. I, I hate to say that, but it's just, it stresses me out beyond belief because one, it's my mom's house and it's always going to be my mom's house. I know it's mine, but it's my mom's house. And I feel like it's just one of those things that when I go back there and my mom's not there, it just rips my heart out all over again. Like when they leave, we're going to have to go with a U-Haul and get all of her stuff out of her sheds that I haven't even gone through yet. And mind you, I haven't even gone through the stuff that was in her house that is now in our garage. So I'm going to have to go through everything that's in her sheds. I don't know if it's going to be good or not since the hurricane. It might all be moldy. I don't know. We haven't been there. Um... So this is all things that we're going to have to figure out because we don't have enough space to take everything that's in our shed and just store it. And we don't want to pay for storage. So yeah, I mean, this is all stuff that just stresses me out. You guys, like I get what Johnny's saying. I do because, you know, financially it would be great to have that extra 800 or $900 a month in our bank account, of course. But as far as my mental state, I just want it to be done. Like I want it to be done. I want to be able to take that money from the house and put it down on a down payment for us to get a bigger house. Like that is what I want. I don't want to have to deal with renters. I'm not that millionaire mind, you know, and I hate to say it, but it's just not me. I don't enjoy it. Every time I get a text from my tenants, I like cringe, not because I hate them or that they're, they're not good people because they are, they're awesome. But honestly, it just makes me think, oh my God, what, what happened now? You know what I'm saying? Like, it just makes me feel really uneasy and it kind of messed up my feng shui for the day, right? Because now I'm worried about the house and I'm the kind of person that really cares for other people. And I know you guys know that because I, I mean, I've talked about it before, but the fact that I have really great people living in this house where they could be getting sick because of mold, that seriously makes me want to cry. Like I am responsible for that. And I know that I'm not, and I know that I didn't know, but you know, in the back of my mind, I'm like, Sheena, like you're such a bad person. And that's what I'm thinking about, you know, and I know I shouldn't, but that's just how I am because that's the kind of person I am, you know, 
Um, and I was talking to somebody else about it, you know, a business coach about it. Um, that same thing, because the reason I can't make money with my work at home mom mentoring business, it's because I give everything away for free. As soon as somebody calls me and asks me questions, I give them, I give them the world because that's me. And so that's why I decided that that's just going to be a side project because, you know, I, I just, I want to help you. If I have the knowledge, I want to help you. And I have a really hard time asking people for money. You know, that's why it was perfect that the tenants gave me post-dated checks because I guarantee you, I mean, don't tell them this, but I guarantee you if they forgot to pay me, I'd probably be like, well, maybe they're having a hard time. You know, like that's my first reaction because I come from a place where, you know, I didn't grow up with money. I shopped at Goodwill my entire life until I got married. You know, um, I was that kid that the kids made fun of at school because I had hand-me-down shoes and, you know, <laughs> wore granny panties. Well, not that they would know that. <laughs> but, um, you know, that was that was me. I, I got made fun of a lot because of that. But that's how I grew up. I didn't grow up with money. I didn't grow up with that. So I'm always thinking... How can I help them? Because I've been in that situation. I've been in a situation with no money. I've been in a situation with no food. And so my first reaction is, well, maybe I can let it go this month. Or maybe maybe they don't have to pay me. Well, the problem with that is then I can't feed my family, right? So I have to change my mindset, which is really hard. Uh, but especially going into business for yourself, you have to change that mindset, you know. And it's just, it's really hard for me to change something that's been hardwired into my brain since a child. You know, my mom was always about humbling yourself, um, being like Christ and trying to help other Christians and other people and opening your home and just, you know, that was her. That was how she raised me. And so I'm like that. I'm very much like that. I'm very hospitable and, you know, I'll give you food and water, whatever you want. Come stay at my house, you know. Um, but it doesn't help. It doesn't help my situation. You know what I mean? So I have to change that. And I know it's really hard, but, um, that's why I don't want to be a landlord. Like I just, you know, if I, if we did that and I told Johnny this and he agrees, if we did that, we would go with a management company. Like we would have a management company handle it because I, first of all, I don't want to handle the money. I don't want to have to chase after it. And I definitely don't want to have to handle anything that goes wrong. So we've already discussed that and I already have a management company. Um, that I am working with if we don't sell the house. Because um, my first priority really is to sell the house. Really, it is. Like, I, I just I just don't want the headache of it anymore. I don't want to have to worry about it. It was my mom's house, and I love it, but it's too hard. Like, every time I go there, I want my mom to be there. Why is my mom not there? You know, so anyway, you guys. Uh, so let me know what I should do if you guys have any information on this type of thing. If you've lived in a trailer and it's had moisture damage, um, possibly could be a leak in the roof. Um, there's no brown spots in, in the ceiling. So it has to be coming in through the sides, maybe the walls or underneath is what we're thinking. Cause she said there's no water damage anywhere. Um, so I don't know where it would be coming in, but the moisture is getting in somewhere, maybe from a window. I don't know. So we'll have to see, we'll have to check it out. You know, I'll have to go in there and see what we can find when we go after they move out. So, 
Anyway, any information, you guys, would be much appreciated. Love ya. Talk to you soon. Mwah. Hello, my friends. It is Sheena Diane. I get to leave work early today. I'm excited because I was, <laughs> I was doing mindless emails for hours. Oh, my gosh. That same pile that I posted up on my uh, Instagram yesterday, Sheena.Diane, it's probably about... It's over 300 contacts, so I don't even know how many pages of paper that is. I don't know, maybe like 500 pages of paper. I don't know. But I've literally been doing that all day. And uh, it's just, it's so, like, I don't understand how that can drain me so much after me working with kids for like seven years. Because I'm not doing anything. I'm sitting at my desk, but I have to type in the business name, you know, find the email, click on the email and then email them. Sometimes I will write an email or sometimes I'll copy and paste the email depending on, you know, what the business is or whatnot. But, um, it's so mindless and it just, it's really draining. I don't understand it. I don't know why that happens, but like my brain hurts right now. Like I literally am having a hard time. Like focusing. My brain is just like done. But I mean, it's crazy because I'm not really doing anything super hard, right? I'm just emailing people the same information over and over again. <laughs> That's the one thing that I dislike because at SourceLink, I do marketing and sales. So that's the sales part of it. I would much prefer just to be completely marketing because I tell you what, I get so pumped when I get to do marketing, when I get to come up with ideas and little sayings and things to get people involved and, um, design some flyers. Oh my gosh, that I live for. I love it. I could do that all day long. And honestly, that gets me energy and that excites me, but mindless emails, sales calls and that kind of stuff. Oh, that's for the birds. I mean, some people are really good at that. I just don't enjoy it. I'm great with talking to people. Um, but yeah, I wish they would just let me do complete marketing, which is funny because my new position is marketing specialist, which is what I do, but they still have me doing, you know, the sales part of it. So <laughs> even though my position name changed, I didn't really, it didn't really change too much of what my job description was. So that's kind of funny. Um, but anyway, how are you guys doing today? Oh, sorry. I still have a cold, so, you know, got that nasal drip stuff going on. It's not fun. Um, yeah, I'm not feeling good today, actually. And I guess it's because of all the mindless emails. But um, I was going to go to the gym because I got up for work early. You know, it's only 3.30, so it's over an hour early. Well, an hour. Um, but, you know, I really want to come home. I really want to see my husband and my kids. I really want to hang out with them. I just miss them. And um, I'm kind of feeling, like, drained. I know that the gym would help that, actually. Yeah, I'm kind of feeling drained. So I have a question for you guys. I get really involved in TV shows when I start watching them. Like, um, that's why I can't watch scary movies and, like, horror flicks and things like that. Because it disturbs me on a very deep emotional level because of how 
involved I get in TV shows and movies. And you're going to be like, what are you talking about? It's all fake. Yeah, I get that. I know it's fake. But for some reason, I, like, get invested. And I get so invested that I will think about the TV show all day long. And I'll be like, ooh, I can't wait to see what's going to happen. Blah, blah, blah. You know, I get really invested in it. I was the same way as a teenager. I used to watch Party of Five. You guys know Party of Five. I'm telling my age now because it's a very old show. But I literally, literally would shut my door and I would go ballistic if anybody interrupted me while I was watching that show. Like, I was that teenage girl. I would get so mad. I would start yelling and screaming and be like, can you just wait five minutes until the commercial? Like, I would get so mad, like, really mad if anybody would, like, interrupt that show. And I was the same way when I used to watch American Idol. I remember when I first started dating Johnny, I was still living at home. And me and my mom were watching, I think it was the first year of American Idol with Kelly Clarkson. And he called and he wanted to talk to me. And it was like during her thing. And I was like, I can't talk right now. And he, I, he got so mad at me. But I was like, dude, it's in the middle of my show. <laughs> but I'm still like that. So I just started watching Grey's Anatomy. And um, my cousin actually, I told you guys about it yesterday. See, this is how it is. Like when I start watching a new show, it's like all I talk about. But, um, my cousin and then Johnny both told me to watch it. So I started watching it and now it's like on my mind. And so here I am like wanting to go home (coughs) so I can watch the show. I get so addicted. And then when the show's over, it's like I go back to normal life and everything's fine and dandy. Like everything is good. (laughs) It's so weird. Do you guys get like that too? Like, do you get seriously invested with TV shows and movies? I do. Like, I totally put myself in the movie and in the show, and I, like, literally feel like I'm living it. It's like when we used to watch Jericho, when Johnny and I started watching Jericho a few years ago on Netflix, and um, it was the same way, man. We got so invested in the show called Jericho that we would go out places and we'd swear, oh my gosh, there's so-and-so and and there's so-and-so. And it wouldn't be them, but it would just be people that look like them, you know? But you just get so invested in the show that you just start living it. so weird but anyway I'm like want to go home and see my kids and stuff but I also want to go home because I really want to watch Grey's Anatomy not that I'll have a chance because once I get home I'll be with my kids and stuff but um yeah isn't that so weird like I don't know and I'm not like that with all the shows there's a lot of shows that I watch that I'm not involved in but when I finally find one that is you know that I get invested in forget it I will be talking about it. I will be, like, researching it, finding out what happened. And, like, I do that. It's so weird. You guys do that? Tell me I'm not the only one. Please. (laughs) Anyway. So, yeah, today was a good day. I just was just, oh, my God, just brain hurts right now. It's craziness. Uh, All right. Well, I am, oh, there's a lot of buses out. I'm not used to going home at this time. Yeah. It's like the second bus that I've been behind and had to stop. I usually get home at um, 5. So by the time I'm on the road, all the kids and everything are already at home, out of school. So, yeah, I'm having to stop for the buses. But alrighty, guys, I'm going to let you go. My throat's hurting. So talk to you later. Mwah.